Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Michelle Sayward. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. How's it going, Michelle? Good. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. So let's go um, way back when you uh, were little. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> Rich. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how'd you go from rich to uh, being rich? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Was a realtor on your mind when you were younger? Yeah. What'd you want to be? No. It's funny. Um, When I was a kid, um, I knew that I wanted to be rich, but I never really had any desire for fame. Mm -hmm. Like I, I was like, I seriously think Daft Punk is like the most intelligent band in the entire world because (laughs) they've got tons of money and um, no one even knows who they are. So yeah, I don't know who uh, they are. But, um, but yeah, my aunt um, would come over in a Porsche and she had a Commodore 64 and an in-ground pool. And, <laughs> and I just saw those cool things and I'm like, yeah. God, I, I don't know how, but I want that one day. Yeah. That's awesome. So what, uh, did you go to, did you just start out, uh, out of school? Did you go to college for anything or did you just start out yeah. being, Hey, I'm going to be an agent? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I have a degree from university of Michigan in anthropology and history, which obviously, uh, quite relates to real estate. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you actually go into any career doing that or anything, or did you just, uh, kind of get partway through it or whatever? Yeah, no. So, um, I, I went to school for, you know, to U of M and a friend of mine, um, said to me, um, you know what? Um, I don't have a degree and you have a degree from university of Michigan. Yeah. You stop bartending and lifeguarding and substitute teaching and get a real job. And I sort of thought, God, you know, working in a cubicle sounds like hell because yeah. that was my definition of a real job. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's what she was doing at least. And, um, and I thought, you know what, she's probably right. I should grow up. Like I should, <laughs> I should stop living this great, you know, call it as I want lifestyle and, yeah. um, and get a real job. And, um, then I was working in one of those gray cubicles and, um, there were, I worked for dating myself. I'm old. So, um, if you remember <laughs> Nextel communications, yep. Yep. Talk, Okay. Yeah. And I was working for Nextel in their leasing, zoning, and land acquisition department. And I thought it would be so fun to be the people out in the field that are negotiating with the landowners to put cell phone towers up. Yep. At least I would be out in the world and I wouldn't right. be behind this desk. Yep. So yep. I got my real estate license thinking I would evolve into that position. Mm-hmm. And then 9-11 happened and the layoffs came and that was my exit out of the cubicle. Ooh. Wow. And then, so did you go straight into doing real estate then? Yeah. I figured I was like, you know how Forrest Gump just, just start running. Like doesn't yep. <laughs> that was me. I had uh, a mortgage and an unemployed and I was on unemployment mm-hmm. and um, I just thought, well, I have a real estate license. I'll just go sell real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Consult with my former realtor, didn't nothing. And I, I just started showing up every day at the real estate office dressed in a suit and I think my broker took pity on me and uh, said to one of the top, top salespeople in there, he actually, his name's David Bella. He was Century 21, number one worldwide. Um, He said, hey, Dave, will you teach this girl who's probably going to lose her house to foreclosure if she doesn't sell something? Like, can you teach her? She's showing up like 40 (laughs) hours and has no clients. Yeah. (laughs) And and between my broker and Dave, um, they introduced me to the Mike Ferry organization. And I started to learn at that point, 
what it meant to goal set, mm-hmm. to help other people, to have, you know, this um, sky's the limit mindset. I was really became exposed to like just way bigger thinking and it was contagious. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of advice um, did you learn from those kind of your brokerage and Dave? Did they give you any advice that kind of like stuck with you throughout your beginning process of being in real estate? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's advice that um, still stands today. Yeah. It's, um, it's setting goals to win Mm -hmm. um, in the form of micro commitments. Like if you set goals that are beyond reach and you don't hit them, you're going to end up feeling like a failure. Yeah. And when you feel like you're winning and you're achieving, that begets more winning and achieving. So um, I've always found it wise to set difficult but achievable goals. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's the competitive nature in me where I just like to, you know, I won. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> But, um, but when you set yourself up for that, so setting up your day would be one of the biggest chunks of advice, like Mm -hmm. setting it up for the win. Um, you know, if you say to yourself, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna make 10 calls and I'm gonna, you know, okay. If you, if you didn't get an hour to work out, did you still work out? What's your minimum standard? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, okay. You didn't get 10 calls, but that was your goal. What was your minimum standard? Yeah. So if you at least hit your minimum standard, you're going to feel so much better about the progress that you're making. Yeah. I guess um, kind of back to your first transaction. How was that like? like what was it smooth? Oh, Were you? Yeah. Take us back there. You guys know how to unearth some like <laughs> <laughs> memories. Uh, my, my first, this is embarrassing. My, I think it's embarrassing now because I know better, but my first listing was a for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. And um, I told you I had an unemployment check and that that's that was it. So it was a for sale by owner. And I remember the guy, I was in the house and the seller walked away from me and started to walk downstairs in the basement because he was not, he was annoyed by what I was saying. And I remember standing in the basement, I followed him downstairs and I re- talking to him. So I'm still moving. <laughs> I followed him downstairs in the basement and I remember standing next to the washer dryer saying to him, I don't understand if I can do all of the work for you and you're still going to net the same amount of money that you thought you would selling it by owner. All we're doing is putting my commission on top of your asking price. <laughs> Why wouldn't you let me go to work for you? And he, <laughs> he finally said, fine, you better be right. <laughs> and, and, and he signed the paperwork and it sold in three days. And he thought I was a genius. Awesome. Hey, that I works. I was a genius. And I thought this is the easiest thing in the world. I'll just run around adding my commission to yep. the people. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> hey, you got to yeah. learn somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But so, it sold in three days though. So that yeah. was. Yeah, that worked yeah. out good. You actually did. You did the proper marketing. So it worked out yep. good. <laughs> Yep. So yep. what, um, how'd you go from that to, uh, kind of where you're at today? Don't you have like a team of people now? Tell us about what you're, how you got that far and what you got now. Yeah. So, um, so I have, I'm, um, I'm with EXP Realty just outside of Detroit in a town called Trenton. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I came to this company three years ago with really the same structure that I have now. Mm-hmm. I have, um, a very small team, um, did 
we would average around 185 deals a year pretty consistently for the past five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and we did that with two transaction coordinators and one full-time and two part-time uh, assistant agents or fellow agents, partner agents. Um, and so it was, it's, it's um, we run pretty hot and had a pretty good clip. And, um, and I don't remember what the question was. No. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get to where you're at today and what you got now? Um, how do we get to where we're at? So um, that was, that was a journey. That was a process. I mean, mm-hmm. when I was um, stuck at like 45 deals a year or so, um, that's when I ha- got coaching and realized I needed to hire an assistant and um, a, 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 not a buyer's agent, an assistant mm-hmm. uh, to help with the paperwork and the process for customer service standpoint. And then as we evolved, you realized you have more leads than you can service yeah. and then add a buyer's agent. It started as a part-time buyer's agent, then it recruited a full-time buyer's agent. Um, and then as the leads keep coming, you'll recognize the pattern of where your holes are and yep. just start backfilling that space. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm. What kind yeah. of goals do you have for um, you and your team going forward in, here in the next like five years? Do you guys have anything that you have on mind that you want to accomplish here soon or? I do. Yeah. I've got a lot on my plate for the next five years. <laughs> okay. Tell That's us so about weak. it. <laughs> I, yeah, I really do. I have more stuff on my plate than my office really likes me to openly admit to. Yeah. They're like, slow down. Yeah. You're moving too fast, lady. Like we have to get stuff in order. You're talking what's going to happen in five years from now. We're just working. You always got to think ahead though. So you can make that plan to get there. That's exactly. Yeah. I do. And then I verbalize it and they tell me to shut up. They just, they're like, it's too much. But um, yeah, I mean, where my goal is now is building something bigger than me. It's building beyond what I could do on my own through helping other people grow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in love with the idea of um, team building, um, watching agents grow in production. Um, it has been the most rewarding, joyful component um, to what's going on in my life now. This is 20 years in a couple weeks that I'll have been in the business. And um, it's that it's that evolution of pay it forward. Yep. So so that is making real estate a lot of fun for me right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, and so I'm working systematically to help other agents grow like yeah. that is one of my biggest focuses right now. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. What to, what kind of advice would you give someone just starting out in the business? Like something that uh, kind of point them in the right direction? The first bit of advice I give anyone, um, period, is you need to create your database immediately. I don't care if you open up Google Drive and you type in their names, their email addresses, and their phone numbers. Um, I don't care if you got to go on Facebook and stalk them. Take... I asked a girl in my office the other day, I said, how many people in your database? She goes, 40. I said, how many people were at your wedding? She goes, 300. I go, <laughs> That's Fill that up. Those are the people in your database because we're changing. I mean, it was valuable to me because so much of my business now is repeat and referral. Yeah. Yeah. That very first listing I ever took, I just got to do business again with their family member recently. Huh. Okay. Her, they referred their sister to me 20 years later. Huh. Yeah. Like, when you stay in communication and let people know that you care over the years, mm-hmm. you're going to create brand, you're going to create loyalty, you're going to create a following, and that will continue to keep you 
you know, humming along. Yeah. Um, and with, especially now, now with how things are changing with technology, um, people are getting so much information and they're bombarded in every direction. Mm-hmm. If you can add that personal connection to, um, your business, you're going to be seen as more than just a transactional individual. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, I see. Yeah. Uh, I see you, uh, every time I look on Facebook, I see another video of you. Um, tell about all your videos you're doing. I'm, I'm trying hard. Um, I'm trying really hard. As I said, I'm trying to just take advantage of, um, leverage and those opportunities and social media is free. Yep. It's free. So if I can continue to remind people, which is not the same as asking for business, by the way, yep. reminding people that I'm in the business, mm-hmm. then, okay, I'll be top of mind. Yep. Um, but I think, I think still those, um, conversations or connections or you're, you're doing your sphere. That is, that is where you're making deposits in individuals, not yep. just reminding them of what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So true. Yeah. I, I just, I saw your videos. And I like every time I'm like, Oh yeah, there she goes again. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Like we're calling her. She never stops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. What, what is one of your most memorable like, transactions? Most memorable. Oh, it could be good or bad. It could be good or yeah. bad. Funny, the the wild ones are ones that stand out. The yeah. ones, the ones that um, like I've got a couple haunted stories. Ooh, let's I've hear got, one. Let's hear one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got uh, a, yeah, a couple like ooh, like one of them um was a house I bought. Okay. And um, this is, you really want me to go here on your show? Oh yeah, let's yeah. go for it. Let's go for it. This is, these are the good stuff. I want to hear all about this. <laughs> and your people are going to think I'm weird. This is the good um, ones. <laughs> okay, I'm a creepy weirdo. Okay. Um, so I, the, I had, I bought this house. Um, I was going to uh, either fix it up and flip it or I was mm-hmm. going to rent it out. And yeah. um, the sister had contacted me because her brother had committed suicide in the house. And her brother, okay. um, was a schizophrenic and he had a lot of troubles. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was also had a drug problem and schizophrenic. Pro- like it was not a poor fella. Like he was a tortured soul. And, um, so I'm in the house and I'm working and, um, I felt I was painting in the bathroom. This is a long time ago. I was painting in the bathroom and I felt compelled to just say, yeah, you were successful this time. You can go to the light. Like those, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't hear anything. I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I just felt I should say those words out loud. Huh. My yeah. husband went to go pick up lunch. I was alone. I was finishing a painting. I didn't feel creepy. I didn't, it wasn't nothing, <laughs> but I just felt, I was just like, yeah, you were successful this time. It's okay. You can go to the light. Like, you, you know, it's yeah. You know? And, um, and so then my friend, her name is Kathleen. If she's watching this, um, <laughs> had she's also a real estate agent. Had invited me to go um, to see a psychic for lunch. Like, let's go at lunch, and we're gonna go see a psychic. Okay. And, okay. Cool. Let's go. At that point in time, the only person I ever knew who died was my grandma. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's go. So we go to lunch, and um, the psychic says, um, "Well, I communicate with the dead, and there's a gentleman here that would like to talk to you." And I was like, "A gentleman? Yeah. Don't, don't be." gentlemen that yeah. are dead. And well, maybe it's your friend. Um, Hey, Kathleen, do, do you, 
is there like a bald man and he's a father of one and he, he lived, you know, he lived out West in Arizona or something. Do you know this guy? He's dead. He wants to talk to you now. Okay. God, this guy's stealing my money. Um, he had a, he had a substance, the, he becomes really persistent with me. He had a yeah. substance abuse problem. He was a single dad. He's bald. He's very polite. Um, he's, he's an alcoholic and he tried to commit suicide and possibly it was an argument, whether it was an accident or whether he tried in a car accident. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. This conversation was as familiar to me as it is to you right now. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know this guy. Yeah. His name starts with the letter J, Jerry, Jer- Jerry, Gerald, Gerald. You come on. I'm like, <laughs> nothing. No, yep. Thanks for taking my 30 bucks. Have a great day. Yeah. Right. When did that kind of resonate? Like who she was talking about? Yeah. I have no, I'm like, I don't know what the psychic's talking about. (laughs) What waste of my money. Okay. Well, hope Kathleen got her fill because she invited me to go. (laughs) So they gave us back then, because it was probably what, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, cassette tapes that you could, here's the recording of your. Okay. Yeah. And I had it, the cassette deck and I was driving over to the house to finish working on it or, you know, whatever we're doing over there, still working. Yeah. And I, I had this moment and I, I called the seller, the sister. And I said, was your brother, um, a single dad? Did he live out West? Is his name Jerry? Was he an alcoholic? Was he involved in a car accident that looked like it might've been a suicide? She goes, did we leave some of Jerry's stuff at the house? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like, how did you know all this about him? I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. What? Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like that's the best one. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. See, those are the good ones. <laughs> I was tripped. <laughs> how did, how you, did come- you feel going back into the house alone after that? Were you like, oh no? It was okay because yeah. I knew, like, I didn't. He does. He wasn't being a boogeyman. Yeah. He he knew I cared. He knew that I was like, yeah, you can go to the light. It's okay. Like, and I. You know, it, I never felt creeped out by him. Mm-hmm. I just, it was just, but I was like, that's the weirdest thing, period. Yeah. yeah. Ever happened to me in life when it comes to stuff <laughs> and in real estate. Yeah. That was a good one. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That one's awesome. Well, um, <laughs> that's awesome. That's crazy. Well, we got, uh, we got one more question for you, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. How okay. do you think we would test a calculator just to see if it's working? How do you, how do you test a calculator? How do I test a calculator to see if it's working? Yeah. <laughs> a regular calculator to see if it's working. Yeah, how yeah. do we know it's giving us the right answer? What's that? How do we know it's giving us the right answer? It, what, you know, when you, you when you uh, calculate out your commission in your head, I mean, you're doing it in your head, but. <laughs> yeah. 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 You did it on a calculator back in the day, maybe. Yeah. I still do now. Yeah. How do we know it's giving it the right answer? Yeah. How yeah. do we know? I mean, I guess it's an assumption. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We, we just, just we like to ask the yep. brain teasers at the end. Just yeah, we to ask see a brain teaser at the opinion. end. Yeah. I guess it's a universal assumption that the computer is um, smarter than us. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Well, uh <laughs> answer. We, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we actually we find out the brain teasers we don't know the answer to, yeah. so we just ask everyone. <laughs> We look up the ones, yeah, that we want to ask that don't have the answers. That can be any answer. So we're like, oh, okay, yeah. this can go any direction. You would have your own answer to bring to the table. With well, us. it would probably be like do one. We already do a equation. Yeah, do we like already one do one plus one. If it comes out two, okay, it's right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Yeah. Correct. Just something simple. It's an assumption. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So true. But and if the tool is right, then the difficulty are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with everyone before we go? No, this has been extraordinarily fun. Um, <laughs> Sweet. And, and I appreciate you reaching out. Like this was great. Yeah. Of awesome. Yeah. Well, how can people uh, um, get a hold of you and how can they follow you and, and kind of watch some of the videos you got? Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Of course you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm a little old. So um, michellesayward.com. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, but I'm not great at checking it. Um, the Sayward team is my group. Um, so if you want to follow my business page or my personal, but yeah, my personal Facebook would be easy. Um, and then of course you can just Google my name S A W A R D and, um, you'll find me. Sweet. All right. Um, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Yep. Hello. Hello. Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.